Blog Talk Radio. that need improvement, freshen your photo. Old family shots that have gotten damaged, freshen your photo. Want someone or something removed from a picture, freshen your photo. At freshenyourphoto.com, we turn the pictures you have into the pictures you want. Add muscle, lose weight, lighten face lines, whiten teeth, fix darker off-color shots. 
see before and afters from dozens of happy customers at freshinyourphoto.com. That's freshinyourphoto.com. The American Empire has fallen and landed in the hands of a few willing men. Desperate for resolution, three factions mercilessly fight to take back what they believe is rightfully theirs. But there is a game being played and someone is in control. These men don't know who it is, but they have their suspicions. and search for answers, these are their missions. Do you want a book that keeps you on your toes and leaves you guessing? Then Missions, War and Windmills by Mark Needham is for you. Missions, War and Windmills by Mark Needham is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and Facebook.com slash Missions the Book. Inner City Strength is a memoir following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter. So much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sportsbeat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. Listeners who may know who Steve Axtell is, can you tell listeners just a little bit about yourself? Well, sure. I uh, became interested in uh, how the mind works back when I was in high school and uh, spent a lot of my free time in the psychology section of the library, and it was just something that I was fascinated with. And uh, so I knew early on in life that I wanted to work with people to help them achieve all the great things that are possible for human beings to achieve. Of course, I wanted that for myself. That really drove my studies and my interests. And uh, so then when I got college, I started to study psychology and counseling. And, and then out of college, I started working with uh, adolescents. And then I did uh, work with drug and alcohol rehabilitation and education. And then it was about uh, 20 years ago that I came across uh, hypnosis as a treatment mm-hmm. modality. And I did that in the course of this continuing education because I'm a lifelong learner. And for me, the lights really came on because I had come out of the background of being a talk therapist. 
talk therapy certainly does have its place. It works with the conscious mind. Much of the stuff that gets in our way is located deeper. It comes out of that unconscious mind programming that might be faulty, and uh, that gets in our way and, and causes so many issues that we can talk about forever, and they don't go away because it's not the conscious mind level that's uh, driving that stuff. So hypnotherapy is a powerful way to communicate with the unconscious mind and to create those deep and lasting changes fairly quickly and very powerful. Now, what exactly is uh, hypnotherapy? Could you, uh, you know, explain right. that to, to the listeners? Yes, yes. Thank you for that question. Uh, we, uh, hypnotherapy is simply the application of the tool of hypnosis creating changes that people want, and it's especially effective for helping people learn how to relax and deal with stress, especially uh, effective in helping people change behaviors, like stopping smoking if they want to do that, or achieving a healthy weight. It's something that's uh, very useful for sports improvement, and all of the top athletes utilize hypnotherapy to improve their game. Uh, it's something that has great medical use. It's used uh, around the world in, in burn centers to alleviate pain, pediatric, conditions medically, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, hypnosis, is actually the treatment of choice. So hypnosis is and hypnosis can naturally occur in state of consciousness. We all go into and out of routinely something that uh, everybody does and everybody can utilize in powerful ways to make changes that they might want to make in life. Now, is it a way for, like, a, um, you know, the, the the average person to tap into this, or do, must you be trained? Like, is it, like, a way, like, say, um, someone listening, they can tap into this in, into this hypnotherapy, or do you, have, do you need to be, like, a, you know, licensed and trained to do so? Well, you know, uh, because it's something that we naturally do anyway, using hypnosis or going into hypnotic trance. Because you see, any time you've gone into a daydream, you've gone into a hypnotic trance. Simply a stage mm. of brainwave activity. Okay, if we were to look at it scientifically, uh, if you and I and, and your listeners were to put uh, uh, hook ourselves up with electroencephalograph equipment, that's you know, electrodes on the scale to measure brainwave activity. Right now, we'd be in the beta state of consciousness. We'll wait, close the eyes, relax. We start to flip into the alpha state. We've got a high alpha, mid alpha, low alpha with increasing relaxation. Ultimately, crossing over state of state into sleep, and then on delta sleep, And we would define hypnosis as the mid to low alpha state. So the conscious mind is still awake and around. And yet we're above the speech state, and it's in that condition that the unconscious mind can come to the forefront and we can start to establish some communication with that deeper part of ourselves. And then the therapy part has to do with, well, what do we do once we get in that state? And mm-hmm. the unconscious mind then becomes open in that state of hypnosis to learning new ways or different ways of doing things and of letting go of old ways that aren't working too well. And you can establish that cooperation with that piece of art. That normally just runs kind of like the hard drive on your computer. It just runs programs. 
And if the programs are good programs, then life is wonderful. Programs are a little buggy, then things don't work out so well. Now I got a question for you, Steve. Um, being that you, you know, you've been practicing this for a while, over twenty years. Um, I always wondered, uh, when you hypnotize someone, do you really use, you know, you see in the movies, they use that watch and like, look at this watch, and then they they move it back and forth, and next thing you know, the person's on the trance, or the, you know, after like, I don't know, thirty seconds or something, to watching that watch. Is that how it really works, or is that just like for entertainment purposes they do on TV? Well, it's it's a little bit more of a Hollywood thing, but. Since hypnosis is something that we all go into and out of all the time anyway, the technique really isn't terribly relevant. Uh, if you're running a marathon, I promise you, you'll go into a deep hypnotic trance at some point along the line. Athletes go into it all the time. If you play music and you're performing at, at, a, at a reasonably competent level, you're doing that from a place of hypnotic trance. Conscious mind steps back. The unconscious mind is doing it for you because you've trained it. So uh, it's nothing magical that has to happen in order to lead a person into that Now The way I do it, because I find it's a relaxing into that body stance state. We just get fine and talk to people. right on up to the body. That can blow out very easily, and then we can do the work that the client wants. Okay, hang on. Now, uh, see, I said, uh, you on a what type of phone? Are you on a cell phone, a house phone? Because uh, um, I'm having a hard time hearing you just now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I am. On I can hear you now. Did you move? Oh, you can hear me now. Oh, yeah, I can hear you uh, clearly now. Yeah, just that last part just kind of went out. Yeah, that last part you were saying is kind of what I, I don't know if you were, like, moving around or anything, but um, uh, it's hard to hear you, but now I can hear you clearly. Okay. I will endeavor to uh, keep a clean connection. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Because I couldn't, um, I, I, I heard some of it. I couldn't really hear the response about, you know, the whole watch thing and everything, <laughs> you know, but I know you said something oh. along the lines of different ways to uh, get people to trance, because, like, athletes do it. You said you're doing, like, running a marathon. You definitely go into, like, a hypnotic state. Right. And, and so the rest of it really is, uh, you know, there's a million ways to go into hypnosis. And the way I use is I'm working with my clients because they enjoy it and it feels good, is I just relax them into that state. And we begin with the toes and just relax on through the body, and, and then they're ready to do the work that uh, they want to do. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes sense to me. And then, um, do do people come to you for um for those types of like you had any like um you know you don't have to name or anything any like celebrity clients uh, that they came to you or any like uh you know big athletes or entertainers or something like that that uh you know seeked out your services. Well, you know, I do. I work with. Uh, I really enjoy working with uh, people in the arena of golf. Because golf is uh, is such a head game, and uh, you can train the body, but uh, then then you got to work with the mind. And you know, Tiger Woods started uh, working with a hypnotist when he was uh, in his early teens. And oh wow! Top, yeah, top athletes all over the world use uh, hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And the ball really kind of it's interesting. It all got started back in the uh, Olympics. In the uh, in 1970, 
And the Soviet Union showed up, and they actually had five hypnotherapists that came with the team, and they cleaned up that year. And the athletic world kind of woke up and said, wow, this is something that maybe we need to start using. And every single professional sports team now uses hypnosis, hypnotherapy, and mm-hmm. sports psychologists. So it's become very mainstream. You know, it's no longer the Hollywood voodoo stuff. Um, but hypnosis has uh, come into mainstream use in many areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 in, that's interesting, man. Because like I said, uh, they show you one thing in the movie, and I always thought, okay, somebody's gonna <laughs> pull out this watch thing, watch this, and then, <laughs> well, I would never, you know, because um, you ever it's like a uh, maybe like a magic show, they'll say, hey, come on stage, you want to get hit, you know, that whole thing. So I never knew it was okay. I mean, just pulling your chain here with this whole watch thing, or what? And that's what most people think about because uh, that's what's uh, in, in, that's what gets promoted. But the thing is, you know, you look at a show like that, and the people that volunteer to come up on stage, well, they know that they're going to be asked to do crazy things. There's a certain personality type that would volunteer. And these are people that are extroverts. They want to get up on stage and have fun and laugh and have their friends laugh with them. It's a certain personality type, like you. You'd volunteer in a heartbeat because you'd think it would be fun. Now, the hypnotist then gets those volunteers a little relaxed because they give you crazy stuff. That's why they're there. And so he's not making them do what they don't want to do. He's giving mm-hmm. them permission to do And that's exactly what happens is I'm working with my clients. Uh, they come to me and they have an agenda. There's something that they want to stop doing or something that they want to start doing or something that they want to do better and as I give suggestions that are in agreement with what they want hypnosis becomes a very powerful tool now hypnosis cannot be used to make somebody do what they don't want to do if it did I would be talking to you not from my home in, in the mountains of Colorado but I would be talking to you from a really nice yacht because I would have talked to a few bankers and I would have said, hey, give me your money, forget you gave it to me. But it just doesn't <laughs> work that way. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, the thought terrifies me because that's way too much power for any person to have. Definitely. Now, you, you say that um, you, you were able to, like, lose weight through hypnosis. Could you, you know, can you tell us a little bit about that? You bet. You see, in the first place, we have all been given the wrong information for the last 30 years about eating uh, low-fat, high-carbohydrate, and the entire message has been totally wrong. And, of course, we're seeing that in the press now all the time. There's an article every day and a new study coming out all the time that we need to go the other direction, eat high-fat, low-carbohydrate, uh, get rid of the excess fat on the body. Dr. Atkins was fundamentally correct. And we've done a little tweaking on that, and it's gotten better. And now we have very effective approaches. But the thing that we come back to is that it's a lifestyle change. Now we know how to do the lifestyle change or what the lifestyle needs to look like. But the problem is getting on it and staying on it. And that becomes 
a brain thing because we're programmed to turn to food for emotional comfort. You know, from the first day where we draw breath, we start to associate food with security and with love and with reward and punishment and a way to deal with boredom and a way to handle anger and certainly a way to deal with stress. All kinds of emotional things, and food has nothing to do with that. Food is simply fuel. And we need to get that programming changed. Food is fuel. When we relate to food as fuel, things start to work. Does that kind of make sense? Um, yeah, it, it 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 does make sense in a way because um a lot of people do associate food with um well you, you know a lot of people don't eat just when they're hungry. Some people get go through like stage of a uh, you know depression. They don't you know maybe they're unhappy about something so they'll eat or maybe you know what I mean. A lot of different that's reasons right. people people uh, eat and uh, or overeat I should say. So that's that's an interesting concept. Exactly right. And then what we have to do, we have to work on three areas to bring the body into a place where it is metabolically healthy and balanced so that it can metabolize food without storing food on the body as fat. Those three areas are very simple. We need to relax our way through life because the stress hormones cause the body to retain fat. You can do everything right, and if you're a stress ball, it's very difficult to get rid of excess fat from the body. Number two, we need to give good quality rest and sleep. Because if you're sleep deprived, there are two chemical signals that get out of balance and drive hunger, and we will inevitably eat too much if we're sleep deprived. And then the third key is to relate to food and fuel, eat the right stuff, which means eating real food, whole food, and avoiding the refined carbohydrates and sugars that have very little nutrient value and that turn into fat. And that's the whole that's the whole key right there. When you do those things, then success is absolutely guaranteed. And uh, and I use hypnosis to help people achieve those those things. Help them relax. Help them sleep. And help them reprogram the mind so that they're relating to food in healthy ways. Not bad at all, and, and I'm and I'm glad that you are able to help people. Um, so would you have any um maybe like a, a success story? That's like maybe this uh there was tremendous like say somebody needed like we lose a lot of weight and they got it off and they kept it off through you know through your different um you know trainings and methods. You know I have uh, I have tons and tons of information on my website with testimonials and and uh, that sort of thing. And uh, people are certainly welcome to go there. And I'm, I imagine you've got a link, uh, or we'll be putting up a link to my website on, on uh, your site, and people can follow that and, and, and go there. And I, w- I also want to offer to your listeners some audio tapes. I actually have seven audio uh, files, MP3 files, that I'd be happy to send. All I need is, is to get an email. And I'll uh, send these files off. And I, I, these are audios, hypnotic audios for relaxation, which is a really wonderful thing, and uh, for for good sleep. And that takes care of two of those three keys. And uh, then I'm finishing up right now an ebook that I'm writing on the application of hypnosis to weight management. And uh, if uh, you listeners send me a, an email, then as soon as that's ready, I'll send that out. 
Oh, so um, give, give the tell the listeners what that website is, um, <clears throat> the website and the email and uh and everything. Yeah, you can email me at stevexl. That's a x t e l l at uh, gmail dot com. Stevexl at gmail dot com. I'll send the audios immediately, and then we'll get the book going. You know, I think every everybody who's tried to write a book has missed deadlines. <laughs> it's always more more involved than you think. Oh, okay. Yep. You, uh, do you have any uh, books out, or do you have any plans to uh, put out? Because he got a free ebook, but are you planning on um, um, putting out more books? Well, uh, yeah, that'll be a free ebook, and. Uh, and then, of course, my goal is to uh, continue uh, writing more books as time goes on. Uh, but I have a very, very busy practice, and and uh, sometimes working the uh, writing time in can be challenging. Oh, I, I, I'd imagine, I'd imagine, especially if you've been doing this for, um, you know, like 20-plus years, and uh, I see you also, you've taught others to do this as well. You, you teach and you do, like, uh, speaking engagements? You know, I do, and I've taught uh, many, many people. I I do uh, trainings for medical professionals, medical doctors and nurses and nurse practitioners and uh, other folks in the medical field. I, I do trainings with uh, psychotherapists, and uh, and that's just so much fun because I'm all, uh, I just love learning and I love teaching. Okay, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that, you, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should definitely uh, enjoy what you do, and like you said, you've uh, you know been very interested or intrigued by this uh, field since a very young age. So I think, I think the that was probably meant for you to go in that field. You know, without a doubt. Like I think, like you, you kind of know, you know, at, at a young age, you see your kids in which direction maybe they should go, because you see what they're really, like really, really interested in. You know. I'm very, very fortunate. I get to do what I love, and uh, so it's not work at all. It's just something that's uh, a passion for me, and I get paid to do it, and it's, it's, life is wonderful. Now, is there any method for somebody? Because, you know, like people uh, um, people do stuff like stay at a job they can't stand for many, many years because they feel like, um, you know, there's no other option. If they quit, you know, if they leave this job, This, you know, that, that's just it. I can't leave this job and do something else, but I really can't stand it. Is there some sort of hypnosis to get them out of that mindset? Well, yeah, you know, and I think and I think it's an attitude shift and an understanding of possibility that uh, even though it's difficult and you don't like it and uh, you don't have a whole lot of time, but anything that you can do to uh, educate yourself, you can get online classes now, and, and that's a wonderful thing. You can, you can learn anything online now. And to uh, prepare yourself to make a, a career transition into something that you find to be more enjoyable and rewarding. I think it's tragic that so many people are in uh, doing jobs that they absolutely hate doing. And, mm-hmm. Because life is short, and uh, if you do something you hate to do, that's, that's sad. Oh yeah, exactly, man. Uh, that that's the way I've always felt. I feel like um, you know, that's 
if that's not what your passion, if you get out of bed and you're not excited to get up and, and go do this thing, whatever it is you do, then maybe it's time to look elsewhere. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, because at the end of the day, you can't blame anyone else. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's because of this, that, and the third, or you want to blame circumstances. No, I, I think we create, we, we have something to do with our circumstances. Not in all cases, but, you know, as a child, you can use that. But you can go, you, you, you play a part in your circumstance when you get a little older. It's not letting, you know, dramatic. If you're not like, you know, um, disabled or anything like that. If you're like a, you know, a healthy adult, <laughs> then you, you kind of play a part in that. What, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And attitude has so much to do with it. You know, it's not like you have to have an absolutely uh, uh, glamorous kind of a job. I mean, I was at the airport the other day getting my shoes shined. And I'll tell you what, the guy shining my shoes was one of the happiest human beings I've ever met. And one of the most positive people. And he always had a good word for everybody, and he was smiling, and he was singing, and he was joking. This guy, this guy had a wonderful life, you know? And uh, so whatever we do, if we get our attitude right and do it with all of our heart, it can be a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're miserable, you're going to take your misery with you wherever you go. Oh, yeah, you you got that right. Yeah, that's amazing, because I... I now, I remember uh, I met a lady at a uh, fast food restaurant. I used to always go through the drive-thru here. Probably shouldn't have been there, you know, <laughs> eating like that. But she she had the best spirit, you know, and I never could understand. So I just, when I just started talking to her, you, you understand? Sometimes I'm trying to figure out, like, why is she so happy to be here? You understand? Yeah. And she had some, uh, you know, such she had overcome such adversities in her life that yeah. she was just always full of joy, you know what I mean? And she was yeah. like a God-fearing woman. So th- that that was her joy, you understand, uh, you know, serving others. You know, and, and those are the kind of people we want to surround ourselves with because it's contagious. Oh, yeah, exactly. Kind of like negativity is contagious, right? You, you, you surround yourself. What do you say if you go in the room full of uh, uh, negative people? All of a sudden you start, you know, thinking and acting negatively. And if you go around a whole bunch of positive people, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard. How do people do that? Because a lot of people won't, you know, they'll have, like, negative friends. You know, in 2015, we call them haters, right? But instead of cutting this negative individual off from your, from your life, you'll keep going around them and, 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 and basking in the negativity with them or basking in their misery. They just, you know, they just hate their life so much they, they want to make everyone around them feel the same way they do. Well, you know, I work with people who realize that that's the situation that they're in and that they've got a lot of negativity and that their lives could be a lot different. And uh, when that realization is in place, then I can really help people shift their attitude and start to think differently. Uh, And that's one of the things that I really love to do because, boy, it makes such a huge difference in the quality of their life and the quality of the lives of the people that are around them. But on the other hand, if somebody's just an ass, uh, you know what, and uh, uh, doesn't care, well, there's not much hope for them, I don't think. And you just want to avoid them. Oh, I, I can, I can, I completely understand. That's something I can do because it's like, um, you know, you have an individual. That's what they say. Um, you know, I guess maybe from reading like self, uh, self improvement and self help books, you know. Um, you know, it, 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 a lot of that stuff is true, man. You got to kind of line yourself. People are going the same direction, man. You, you really yeah. do, and it's not. You know what I mean? You got to uh, limit your time with people who aren't, you know, positive influence, the people who aren't, you know, 
basically, uh, you know, trying to uh, motivate you to get to that goal. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think that's so important. Now, I know we're getting kind of short toward the end here, Lee, but one of the mm-hmm. things that I want to leave you and your listeners with is, is a core belief that I have, and I'd, I'd really like for people to grab a hold of, and turn okay. off the right management, because there's so much judgment around that. And people look at somebody who is uh, overweight or obese, and there's this moral judgment. That person eats too much, moves too little, they're a glutton and a sloth, and they're morally inferior, and they're, they're a sorry person. And I want the world to know that that is absolutely not true, and that is a lie, and that what's going on is simply a metabolic disorder caused by faulty programming, a faulty relationship to food, and a lot of really bad information that our government has given us, and that's the stuff that needs to be fixed. It's not a moral issue at all. Stop, stop beating people up. That's <laughs> what I want to say. <laughs> Definitely, man. Well, that, that, that's man. That's good stuff to share right there, man. And I, and I appreciate you sharing it, man. What What's next for you, Steve? Like, what can we expect in the future from Steve? You know, Axel. Did I get the last name right? Yes, that's right, Axel. Okay. Well, what can you expect from me in the future? Well, I, I'm doing more and more and more of the same, and uh, uh, probably uh, write writing some more books as I. As I get older, maybe I'll slow down. I don't know. I'm 68 now, and I'm I'm hitting on all eight cylinders pretty hard. But maybe if I start to scale back and have a little bit more time to sit down and write, I'll be doing that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, my, uh, the thing you can expect out of Steve Axtell is that he's out there helping people that want to be helped. Oh, definitely. Nothing wrong with that, Steve. You know, I think that's a good thing if you're going to you know, you should always, uh, you know, if you're able to, you know, help others, you know. Do you have um, yeah, anybody I, that you want to maybe uh, give a shout-out to, maybe give a mention to, somebody who may have, like, I don't know, helped you along the way or anything like that? You know, there have been so many people that I have studied with and learned from over the years and people that continue to inspire me. And the list would be very, very long. Now, of course, I always appreciate the uh, support of my loving wife. And actually, she does something kind of in alignment with what I do. She is a coach who works with people that have attention deficit disorder. And there's a lot of those folks around, and she's absolutely one of the top coaches in the country uh, for people that have that those kinds of issues. And it's really nice to... Be uh, married to somebody who is uh, doing similar kind of work that I'm doing. That I can get with. Well, Steve, man, we really appreciate you taking time out your day to be with us. Um, you know, I know we, might, we ran over a couple minutes. I apologize about that, but you know, um, anytime you want to come back, just let us know. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. Y'all keep it locked. It's um, Thirsty Thursdays. It's Real Talk with Lee. We'll be right back. And you're sexy. And you're sexy. Come here. Come here. Today your birthday? Your birthday? Your birthday? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Work. Baby girl got an ass on her. The way she look at me, want to throw this cash on her. I'm a boss. I ain't even had a flash on her. But she can tell by the way I blew that gas on her. Yeah. That's when I did the dang dash on her. I sent the three shots. Let me 
fall out. You gon' show me everything all out. That's what I call an earthquake. That kinda ass that make the earth shake. She say Atlanta is a birthplace. She wants her money for her birthday. That's what I call an earthquake. That kinda ass that make the earth shake. She say Atlanta is a birthplace. She wants her money for her birthday. Ooh, you so deluxe. The way you showing all that ass, you so fucker. You so I want you bad like the niece from the Huxter. From the Huxter. I got the cash, let me know if it's touchable. Worth. And then she showed me a title wave. I wanna put my name on it like the title say. I got a stack, I know you want it, we can celebrate. And don't you worry about the money, you supply the cake. I got a bottle and a present with your name on it. I think it's worth every penny, keep the change on it. You the dance and I ain't even running game on it. And every time I come, I'ma drop the same I'ma throw this cash till I fall out You gon' show me everything all out That's what I call an earthquake That kind of ass that make the earth shake She say Atlanta is a birthplace She wants her money for her birthday That's what I call an earthquake That kind of ass that make the earth shake She say Atlanta is a birthplace She wants her money for her You wanna see a dude a prancer, you better tip her. Them dudes trying to romance her, you never get them. Unless you paying five stacks, you will never hear the work. And shorty already knowin', she a painted super freak. Just as long as you going. When the mother dudes run out, I'ma still be going. Like the liquor in my glass, watch it still be flowing. You got an ass that a G can put a bottle on. When you free, I got a drink that you can swallow on. You like the winner in the shot, girl, you got me blown. Take my number down, call a boss when you get home. You get home. I'ma throw this cash till I fall out. You gon' show me everything all out. That's what I call an earthquake. That kind of ass that make the earth shake. She say Atlanta is a birthplace. She wants her money for her birthday. That's what I call an earthquake. That kind of ass that make the earth shake. She say Atlanta is a birthplace. She wants her money for her birthday.
bitch on my dick just like Frozen Tell her, baby, I'm posted With the ratchet and the ratchet Been no sexually loaded up with no sex And I ain't stingy with them shells I let you hold Yeah, I'm flyer than a top three man in Lotto But I own you With a cop girl, she twerk Just an out-of-world excursion Hop your body, we'll fuck the crowd But I get away clean like the turd is a bitch, I'm also feeling Sunday service That people got me nervous Always swerving, riding dirty all I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want some trouble. And we in this bitch, like Magnum Rubble. All I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast. And they don't want the trouble And we in this bitch Like man, no rubble Hey, it's a movement Come on my new shit Just so stupid Flow so ruthless Ain't no blueprint My whip ruthless Boy, you all talk Ain't gon' do shit Slow the fuck down with that talking Get back to be backing up off me Do my everyday grind again about shit I trap out multiple houses I'm a problem and you found it Keep a team of killers around me From the cab to Fordham County I Dive in, but they drowning, nigga. Don't overstep your bounces on rims. Trump pounding. If you ain't from around here, then don't get caught down here. Hey, you bring it out. Making a pretty trying to put my car out. I be the right one when it comes to a drop to MTV. Take a trip to my house. I'm right wrong, talking to my cell phone. Soon as I'm inside, looking like a movie. Talk about the store, come up back and do be got girls in the crib, smoking George Jacuzzi. All I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this bitch, like Magnum Rubble. All I know is the street, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast. And they don't want the trouble And we in this bitch Like Magnum Rubbles Alright man, now we had another good show We're gonna wrap today uh, That was stage Thursdays, y'all come back tomorrow We got another good guest for you on Almost Famous Fridays So, um Gonna get out the building as, as usual Um <clears throat> I'll give one of those uh, great quotes tomorrow So <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm gonna holler back <laughs> Lady that can own the night, angel in the dress, blessing in disguise. Where hearts connect, you can see it in the eyes. No metaphor for your aura, baby, you got it. In your love bank, let me make a deposit. Yeah, if you my time for, I give you my wallet. Give you the world just cause you deserve it. Never have I seen a picture so perfect. Go, girl, work it, work out just to look good. Timeless smile puts good, good. Keep it till the reaper comes. You riding for the castle. Really don't mind hoes who hassle. But when war come, ready for battle. I see ya, mama mia, humble diva. Don't do songs, but known for her features. Got so much class.
flash your ass should've been a teacher Make a nigga really wanna bring a preacher to meet you Girl, just to hand you cold as ice Hit me with a 22 like 